Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa. Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa. Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa. Buddhang damang sanghang namasami. Those of you who are staying here and those of you who have been here in the mornings probably know the <coughs> morning routine. We have our breakfast and then we gather for a work meeting and um, and uh, after work tasks are assigned Lumpur Viradamo or Ajahn Kemiko, Tan Kemiko will, will read something from Sutta literature or from Dhamma talk or some sort of essay and uh, we've just started a a short book uh, written by Ajahn Amaro <coughs> on various topics um, having to do with Kama, I guess, and um, yeah, where, where Kama is situated in, in, in practice and investigating it in different ways. And this morning, the, the one that Lumpur read was regarding the uh, the five laws. So, Partly, I guess, the, the subtext of this would be that we, um, uh, as important it I as it is for us to understand the, the importance, significance of kamma, so intentional activity, and, and uh, how that bears upon the nature, or the, 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 the quality of our own experience, the texture of our experience from day to day, year to year. Um, it's also possible to overestimate it or estimate it in the wrong kind of way. So, for instance, uh, avoiding what we would call superstition or uh, um, um, kind of wrong beliefs in regards to kama. And um, one of the ways that that um, uh, we can y use to kind of as an antidote to just th thinking of kama alone in our experience, that is, that it's the, the that it dominates um, uh, all of our experience, and that we're, in a sense, almost predestined by the nature of our past kama. One one good way to to um, to mitigate this and, and to air out the whole uh, subject is by um, examining the the um, the five niyamas, which are the kind of laws. These are uh, kind of extracted from the sutta literature, and I think, as Ajahnamra was saying this morning, <coughs> are um, are um, derived from suttas and also expanded upon somewhat in um, later Buddhist tradition. But it's a, a very important kind of step in in understanding reality and just taking taking stock and and having some conceptual map uh, to. Uh, to use when we're uh, looking at our experience. So the first of them is called Uju Niyama, um, law of physics, chemistry, temperature, weather, so um, contraction and expansion, and, and all of these kinds of things would fit into uh, Uju Niyama. Um, the fact that we feel very different on a very cold day as opposed to a very hot and muggy day um, for instance is uh, is not an, ins in, an insignificant one um, 
Well, when I when I first arrived in in uh, in Ontario, I, I came from winter basically in Australia, southern Australia. So uh, that added to the uh, the jet lag was, uh, and it was uh, very very warm. I guess it was uh, probably the hottest spell we've had. It was right in late June, and um, very warm and extremely humid. It just hit me like a wall. And uh, that's a, the, to experience the, the density of the of the body in relation to all the other all the other uh, things that are happening was uh, very um, very conspicuous in in experience. But there's gravity and yeah temperature and and all of these things uh, uh, bear upon uh, experience and bear upon reality, of course. Uh, the next one is bija niyama, which is law of seeds. So seed is bija, or uh, genetics. So there are there are there are forms that, that genet genetics takes. There's um, transformation of of um, bodies and 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 whatnot through the reproduction and and. Uh, Certain things, which certain limits, which are placed on the nature of, uh, of, of bodies, according to uh, genetic, the forces of genetics or the laws of genetics. Next one is chitanyama, which would be, we could call psychology, I guess, laws of psychology. Um, the experience of um, frustration, the experience of of um, spacious loving attention, the experience of uh, anger, hatred, the experience, all of these things uh, uh, are, are, are very different in the, uh, uh, they're very different experiences for human beings. Mind has a role in this and of course uh, uh, karma, which we're coming to the in the next uh, law it has a as a very distinct role in this uh, how it is that we're directing and fashioning the the forces of the mind uh, are very uh, potent and, um, and important in in uh, the nature of experience here and then of course number 4 is kama niyama so the the law of kama itself the fact that intentional actions body speech and mind uh, have they bear fruit in our experience? Um, they they bear fruit in the world. Um, things that we do, in a sense, live live on beyond us, and also return in experience. So um, so a, a, a kind word and a and a, and a supportive um, supportive sets of actions which which help another person or another group of people maybe for years and years to come there might maybe the the positive uh, th those positive seeds are, are bearing fruit for years to come in in our experience because uh, <laughs> um, Maybe you're on somebody's um, birthday card list or something. I mean, you just get, uh, you, you, you get, uh, you get, uh, you get lovely little letters once in a while. Uh, uh, people remembering your their, your kindness to them, or you get people who smile naturally when they see you because of because of this um, healthy and, and lovely relationship which was fostered by your thoughtfulness and care. So thought forms have uh, have a different character. They they have a different character, a different texture, a different you could say, 
using using all of the senses a different kind of temperature and coloration but uh this is this is um <coughs> this is niyama, but when they're fashioned in certain ways when they're directed in certain ways when we when we use our minds our thoughts our deeds when we use them in particular ways they they have they have consequences and uh, we we experience the the um, the consequences of those of those actions in in uh, in the future. Sometimes very very close to the. I mean, it could be in the next moment. It could be in the next uh, week. Could be in in a future lifetime, in in the Buddha's assessment. The final of these is Dhamma Niyama, um, law of Dhamma. And this is the overarching uh, uh, law, which which brings all of these together, and um, and so the four noble truths and the and the great teachings of the Buddha, they have a kind of overarching quality. They they give context to our experience of the other of the other laws. They they organize um, they in, in a helpful way our experience, our understanding, our are are living through reality and they help us to to see things in a clear manner so that we can we can negotiate uh, our experience in reality um, in in appropriate ways for the benefit of ourselves and and others and I was thinking about about this in relation to a funny little quotation not really funny it's it's uh, an interesting observation actually made by by Aristotle, it's a kind of reduction of um, of um, his views on, on on drama, I suppose you could say, which is that um, tragedy is something which uh, begins well and ends badly. Very <laughs> very succinct way of understanding tragedy. Comedy is something which begins badly and ends well, and. Um, in a, in an interesting kind of way, uh, the Buddhist teachings. <laughs> I don't want to make too much of this because it sounds trite. It sounds like it's just a joke, or uh, that I'm just trying to be humorous. But it, it's it's an attempt, remembering that the Buddha said we need to understand something that that uh, there is suffering. It isn't saying that everything is always suffering at all times. Everywhere you look, that's all—that's the only reality that there is. But that there is suffering. There is suffering. Things things hurt. It's like this. Um, there are frustrations. Uh, the consequences of, of of ill will, for instance, or greed, or so on and so forth, are difficult. We and we we usually just don't. We're very very often we do not recognize that some difficult experience it issues from um, an attitude that we had and and we've held and acted from maybe for for a lifetime we we often miss that kind of connection so there is suffering that's that's the beginning of life when you think of a, a baby being born and uh, what's the first exposure to life it's uh, it's difficulty crying um, But when uh, when we encounter wise teachings, as we do uh, when we encounter um, the Buddha Dhamma, we have this kind of opportunity, uh, an extraordinary one, to to um, to reorient ourselves in in very useful ways. Um, 
uh, away from uh, uh, selfish or self-centeredness, away from self-interest, pure self-interest, into something which is far more uh, gracious and uh, kindly and uh, selfless in its, in its orientation. One which sees a, a, broader, a broader perspective, brings a broader perspective to life and which therefore, uh, in which a life is transformed or potentially transformed. So you could say, it's, uh, out, of a, out of a life of, s- in some way or another, difficulty, can come, uh, can come happiness, can come wisdom, can come uh, uh, awakening, and um, if not uh, full awakening uh, of the path and fruits, um, at least um, uh, a transformation of life and one's orientation towards life to uh, to uh, our actions in the world being uh, of benefit to ourselves and others it's not always easy to um, when just looking at, at at a particular day or a particular mood of, uh, that we're carrying through a day it's not always easy to assess to assess it just on purely on the basis of, of um, what sensation offers us. Um, there are um, there are here <coughs> experiences which, although they're very pleasant, actually end badly. Uh, the 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 result of them is 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 difficult. Um, you know, simple ones are. Um, um, eating a second piece of cheesecake, you know, it, it may seem very pleasant, but uh, it may, you know, you may spend the rest of the afternoon feeling kind of bloated or that was a mistake or, you know, whatever. Uh, so it begins, it begins well, but it ends badly. Um, we can also do things that, that, that are, that f- the experience is difficult and it leads to more difficulty. So um, speaking out of anger, for instance, um, it arri- anger arises. It, uh, it 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 forms the the consciousness in, in particular ways. There's a kind of heat to it, and the thoughts that are, are um, that come out of it, the assumptions that that arise from uh, within this mood of anger, take on a particular coloration. And for instance, the uh, the things that we th- that we will tend to say or perhaps do, or certainly the things that we'll be thinking arising from that that kind of mood, are are simply going to lead lead to more distress. And so that's a very um, an awful kind of cycle to feel oneself in. Very distressing, and we can feel quite helpless in it all too. It's uh, it can be it can feel very difficult to break out of a, a cycle of anger and, and despondency and, and uh, depression and, and ill will and, and, and all of that without some kind of transcendent view, that is. So uh, one of the uh, tremendous blessings to encountering uh, uh, the wisdom of, of the Buddha is that uh, it gives us resources, opportunities. It, uh, we become better and better acquainted with things that we can do which will stop those, those uh, the, the momentum, the inertia of that, um, of cycles of that are unwholesome in that way. But even when we turn to the path, you know, when we, when we um, begin to take practice more seriously and, and begin to, 
to, in a sense, define ourselves as Buddhists and, and Buddhist practitioners. Uh, it, is, it, it isn't to say that we will always um, encounter uh, good days. Um, life isn't always easy. I don't have to tell any of you this. But when at first, certainly when we when we first uh, uh, feel the the mm, the truth of the Buddha's teachings and and feel our hearts resonating with it, these are these are very joyous experiences. This kind of recognition of of reality uh, being articulated articulated in a way that that is is clear, understandable, applicable, and so it it it, it gives us a sense of life opening up. And has uh, extraordinary value in that in that uh, in that way. So, for instance, um, coming to meditate, uh, the mood is quite easy. Looking forward to it, and and then we apply a bit of energy, a bit of effort in a particular direction. We cultivate some love and kindness, and we see that the the mood feels uplifted, and it's easy to sit straight, and and uh, there is a kind of energy which supports supports the practice, and which is kind of buoyed by the by the mood itself. Something begins begins well, therefore, and we feel the. The, the momentum of, of, of these positive um, uh, ideas, aspirations, and, and movements of the heart and mind. Sometimes bringing to mind or remembering uh, teachings um, uh, throughout the day, for instance, or my, oh, I always seem to bring up fridges and fridge magnets <laughs> in talks but you know as as um as we as we, as we live as we live as buddhists and and practice as buddhists in a daily way you know we 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 set reminders for ourselves or we we remember to 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 use um the experiences of life uh, in each day uh, as as uh, as transformative in in that uh we we understand them in Buddhist terms. We recognizing we recognize that things do change. That there is that things are impermanent. We can't rely on them, as as Lumpur Cha would always say that they're uncertain. Um, so rather than thinking of them in in kind of general terms, uncertainty brings to brings uh, uh, brings a psychological dimension into into things. Um, the feeling of uncertainty is 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 a is a real experience, and remembering that we we can't think take things for granted. We can't take other people their opinions of us. We can't take our health. We can't take the existence and support of other people, our jobs or whatever it is. We can't take these things for granted because nothing can stay the, nothing can stay the same. Nothing has has. And uh, uh, nothing is uh, uh, constituted in such a way that it can continue, that it can last, that it uh, 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 can be permanent. So it's unstable. They have to be. That's that's the nature of, of things. So we remind ourselves of this regularly, and uh, we're we're much less um, uh, apt to be taken by surprise. 
um, shocked um, uh, or um, feel af- uh, offended or, or the affront of something when it doesn't turn out the way we expected or wanted it to. And that's a very, uh, that's a very big aid in life, I think, not to feel, not to kind of personalize everything. Oh, why did that happen? W- with the other two words missing, to me. Why should that happen to me? Uh, why should they say that to me? Uh, we 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 personalize things in 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 such a way that that uh, that betrays a kind of um, ignorance of of change, for example. And none of it would matter except that we we've we personalized it. We've made it ours. It shouldn't be like this because uh, for some reason we expected uh, life to be different. So taking on the teachings in this way, uh, internalizing them and reflecting on them and being reminded of them on the fridge <laughs> and, uh, and on the sitting cushion, uh, this, this is a kind of, it's a process of education really. Um, it's a process of, of educating and uh, uh, refining our ways of, of, um, of seeing, interpreting, reflecting on experience. And to a large extent, this is uh, uh, this is a, a, a beautiful uh, aspect of life uh, to to be seeing it in these in these sorts of ways, discovering life on its own terms, um, without so much the filter of our wishes and wants. We also know that that sometimes uh, the path is is difficult, so. Um, but at least we, we, we willingly, when we recognize these things, we willingly take on what is difficult, knowing, uh, feeling, or um, uh, even having faith in the fact that it w- what will arise from it, what will come from it, is, is wholesome and good and, 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 and pleasant in a way. Uh, but it, it, it means that we're willing to undertake difficulty, uh, challenge, um, uh, in order to uh, continue to live in this way and to understand life better on its own terms. So it's just another way of understanding that we, that we that we need to we need to make sure that we're not um, um, uh, f- <laughs> it's actually quite a simple idea I'm trying to trying to put into words but <laughs> the words aren't quite coming when we when we uh aspire to something which transcends um, the kind of day-to-day mundane realities, simple success, simple happiness, simple sensory enjoyment. But when we, when we see life uh, unfolding in, in more beautiful, broader, more spacious terms, and ultimately leading to uh, liberating wisdom, for example, uh, we're um, Keeping keeping these aspirations uh, uh, in mind means that that we uh, we have increasingly the strength to to endure to endure uh, uh, periods of difficulty because not all difficulty is bad not all difficulty is to be avoided 
the difficulty of indigestion because of the second piece of, of cheesecake maybe, yeah, that can be avoided because it, because it, 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 it had no particular value in the first place. The difficulty that uh, can be avoided by, by not acting out of the angry mood that we, we sort of are, are sensing in ourselves, yes, that can very definitely be av avoided. But the difficulty of the kind of challenge of, of, of rising to occasions and um, um, uh, working, s even struggling with things which are useful to say, to, s to, say to, to another person, if they're helpful uh, uh, and, and useful and, and uh, kindly and uh, timely, for instance. So these are these are challenges that that we willingly uh, under undergo. Um, it's a little bit like the difficulties of um, of you know going to medical school. It's hard work, but we in in uh, conventional terms, in terms of the world, it's it's understood. Everyone understands that well. Uh, this person is uh, is enduring something, but it's you know it's going to pay off because they're going to become a doctor and they'll be able to help lots of people through through maybe decades of life so that's that's a good thing even though they're working 80 hour weeks now well that's okay well the spiritual life is a little bit like that when we w when we organize things and, and and work out what is what is important to give ourselves to and what what can be let go of And when we give ourselves to these uh, to these practices, and um, to the the kind of uh, simple economy of, of 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 practice, which is I just give myself, I I, I do it. I, I get up and I sit. I get up and I do some chanting. I I practice loving kindness three times a day. I I do whatever. But when we when we give ourselves to um, to the discipline of, of spiritual life. Um, what comes what comes out of that is an increasingly um, beautiful. It ma it makes something of life. It's um, you know the Greeks uh, uh, poetry is 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 a, is is a making. It's a it's a kind of it's a human product. So um, thinking of our thinking of any one life in this way is to think of of. Um, Achieving something of beauty in a human life, so uh, we all have we all have uh, whether or not we have the words for it, we all have this this poetic possibility, you might say, which is a, 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 a um, I remember when I first time I met Lumpur Pasanno, I was talking, uh, we we were talking uh, in the in these ways because he knew that I was uh, intending to uh, ordain and uh, and. Um, you know, uh, at such times in in junctures in a, in, a, in a life, I think you you often have these intuitions or you have these interests or thoughts at least uh, that that far exceed uh, the moment. I mean, you're you're a sense in a sense anticipating thirty or forty years down down the way, but but uh, there's something very uplifting that human beings have, uh, which is this this potential to imagine what value their life can have in any one time. 
and uh, uh, the difficulties, the challenges, the the, the sheer gravity of, of what we have have to go through so often, these things are lightened and made easy and uh, made um, endurable by this this um, this aspiration that we that we cultivate and refine and reflect upon regularly. And so, um, just I'm um, just sort of as you can see, I'm just. Um, talking about this and that, aren't I? But it's a way of encouraging us uh, to continue and uh, to to continue with the, uh, an appropriate uh, heart, heart sense and mind sense. Sometimes there's nothing more important than than simple encouragement, um, taking courage uh, to uh, to continue, because the the fruits of practice are not always so apparent. Um, they aren't always so apparent. Which is which is one of the reasons I think why um, it's so easy to see. Uh, I mean, you 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 see monks coming through here uh, from year to year. Some of you, I think, have probably been coming and supporting the monastery for for many years now. Uh, some of you are very you know kind of recently uh, being introduced to the monastery, but you'll see very senior monks maybe or or uh, elderly people or people who have been kind of walking this walking this practice practicing in these ways for for many years and and uh it's lovely to to sometimes sense the um the depth of of human experience and and human understanding and and um uh, patience and and whatnot that that can emerge uh in in people when they've um when they've simply gotten up every day, meditated, taken things seriously, taken their precepts seriously, given of themselves in a loving way, um, worked hard to be honest and, and uh, productive in life. And uh, something happens in this. Um, it isn't all, it isn't all um, sitting and, and getting the path and fruits and, and, and realizing attainments uh, that are all definable, but some, something else is at work too much more gradual and uh, um, and uh, in that way uh, of, of great merit and beauty. So I'm going to leave these reflections with you today and hope that something might be uh, useful. And if not, uh, you can just set them aside. Thank you. questions at the other oh up to me I, I'm certainly open to questions Lumpur Viridama um, asked me to give a talk about um, 25 minutes before <laughs> we sat here so he likes to surprise me so 
<laughs> uh, anyway, I'm I'm quite happy to respond to questions if you have any, and if not, we can enjoy the afternoon. Like like what? What would what would that what would that look like in say in say your experience or in in um like for example, like the condition of maybe yourself or the condition of like experience maybe. So you experience life in a certain way and that mm-hmm. way seems to So say when you think of yourself and oh, I'm this kind of I'm you know, I'm yeah, a good yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm an optimistic person. Yeah, I've always been an optimist that sort of thing. Well, yes, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, to say that things are impermanent isn't, isn't to say that we can't see patterns. Yeah. yeah? Uh, so, so um, you know, um, if you say, "Well, I'm a, you know, I'm an honest," or say, "I'm a, I'm a kind person," or "I'm a, I'm a happy person," and and um, when when say through meditation and through really increasingly careful awareness of your experience you do recognize well sometimes I'm actually kind of sad and then there are times when kind of moody um, I'm I, I can be impatient when I'm helping people to learn things and they're slow or or impatient if somebody starts to get angry with me but I'm generally happy but then there all are those times when when I remember what my dad the way my dad used to get me to do things and it really bugged me because he you know so we we recognize that is that there are variations to this to this theme. It may not mean that we're in in worldly terms that we're still not generally a, say a happy person, but but we do recognize that there are different colors going through go, color going through a life. Meditation itself, you know, mindfulness, uh, watchfulness, uh, does seem to does seem to um, uh, bring us into closer contact with variation of this type, though. Again, uh, it also shows us patterns, which is helpful. Um, um, and it isn't, it, it isn't that we're trying to develop a new ideology, you know, just a new, oh, no, everything's impermanent. Oh, right, everything's impermanent. It's not a new set of words to remember and to take on board. We have our experience, and of course, you know, from one moment to the next, we're breathing, and from one moment to the next, we're this or that. And every day that I can remember, I was hungry two or three times a day. Or I mean, there are there are these broad patterns which are going to, or you could say, um, going back to those five laws. You know, uh, yeah, you know, cold always feels kind of like this to me, and that's kind of the same, isn't it? Or, or when it's really hot, it really slows me down. Yeah, that's kind of the same. So yeah, there there are these there are these patterns and these commonalities, but um, 
it's um, the Buddha will say it's very useful to recognize that that things that there is a kind of an instability built into things as well. So when it's warm one day, the next day it could be chilly, or it could be more humid, or a wind could come up, or or whatever. We we know of course about weather that it's fickle. Um, not sure if I'm really addressing. I wasn't not quite sure I got the question, but is that, is that getting there? Okay. Yeah. Well, that, 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 that's one of the models for monastic life, the kind of Dhamma warrior. And some, some monks, Lungta Mahabua was, was another. And, and I th- there's a sense that, that generation, I mean, understand it in context. The, uh, these, these monks came out of the Isan, which is a pretty, you know, it's a pretty simple place to live. Uh, they lived hard, um, physically hard lives. Um, it's, it's a difficult kind of climate. <laughs> the soil's not very good, you know, if you're a farmer. It's just it's just like that. So um, there's a sense in which if you became a monk in that environment, you know, it isn't... It, it, uh, if, you, if you can't put up with a bit of hardship, ship, you know, it's, uh, it's, it doesn't look very favorably upon you. Um, they would also see uh, uh, living through difficulty and actually putting up a struggle uh, to... To um, to our wants, our wishes, our preferences, and all that—that's just part of being a, a practitioner. That's a, that's kind of a real practitioner. Also, remember they had no—I mean, health health care. All the expectations that a, that a modern Westerner has living south of Ottawa, the the country, you know, the the capital of the country, and in the kind of life that we have is I think so far removed from what just the basic expectations that they would have that um, that their attitudes of practice need to be maybe seen in some sort of context like that. There's... Uh, No, uh, my mind's going somewhere else too. I mean, remember, remember the Buddha, you know, or or Gautama saying on the night of his enlightenment, you know, I'll, I'll sit here even if my if my blood my blood dries up. Um, okay, well maybe that's all you have to do. You just have to sit under, you know, find a tree somewhere and sit there until you're enlightened. Well, 
uh, I think we know that that's not the case. What I'm trying to say here is, I, I think, I mean, we read these, we read the biographies of these great uh, forest monks and, and, and these great nuns and whoever, these great practitioners, and um, um, they had the kind of willpower and, and just the raw courage to go through these things. I also think that that um, the courage arose, um, the conditions arose for them to 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 undertake to to develop these intentions, because there is some kind of intuitive awareness or some kind of intuition, some sort of wisdom was operating in them, saying, you know. You know, you might prefer this or that or the next thing. It could be easier to do this or that. But, you know, you got it in you to, to actually get the job done this lifetime. So I think that's part of it. Or if you think of Gautama Buddha, you know, uh, something in him knew that he was close. But it was still going to be uh, an extraordinarily difficult thing to, to break through. But 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 that he was close enough. So... Um, you know, we've, we've sat for a few hours under the Bodhi tree and, and I've been there, you know, a bit more often. And um, um, it, it, takes, it takes more than just sitting or just, just enduring or, or, or just putting your body through torment because you can do that in a, just in a willful kind of way. Some people have a great deal of willpower, but, but the wisdom isn't yet uh, developed in in a way that that it ought to be, I think. So they, you know, there there is a kind of um, um, there is a possibility of simply tormenting the body, but it has no, it has a, a, a much less benefit than than they would hope. So this is, you know, we all have to to kind of work out what the middle is, I guess. But um, yeah, sometimes human life uh, in, in times of difficulty, there's just, there's a moment when people, and you, you see it in biographies of, of various sorts uh, quite often, they just know that this is a time I've got to really do something. I can really stand up to this or that. Um, uh, th they, they, and in, in that doing, they show something of the human spirit, which is really uh, lovely and extraordinary. But it isn't to say that, that that in itself is the answer to how, how it is that we need to approach things. But um, on the other hand, it does, it does speak to uh, the, the way our preferences do tend so easily to lead us by the nose. Just when we want more rest, when we want another cup of coffee or whatever it is, just a bit, a bit of ease. And in our culture, of course, in this culture uh, here, um, probably living as well or better than human beings ever did, we probably eat better than Roman emperors did, I don't know. Just, just the, the, the kind of variety of food that's available to us every day, lettuce in December and, you know, radishes in <laughs> May or I don't know what it is, but but uh, uh, in in that sense, we um, um, we're so far removed, I think, from these from the f from the harsh realities of just being right at the right at the edge, you know, just right at the edge of things. It's a little difficult to conceive of. I think camping is is one thing that people do that brings them into some simplicity, and and it shows them s something about the beauty of of, of that simplicity. 
finding what's enough and just actually enjoying just having enough. I think that's one of the reasons we like camping. <laughs>